It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. First, we're glad you're okay, bro. When when a phone isn't being answered and we're not hearing from you, we were a mess up. There's two reasons. There's there's two reasons why you you don't answer your phone, right? One of them is it's dead or you somewhere in a ditch somewhere. Well, that's 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 one thought. That's what I was doing. Or or you you being interrogated by a police officer (laughs) and he got the cruiser out there. You ain't you trying to just keep your hands. Right, I ain't doing nothing. I'm all good, man. Did you go ten? Did you go both hands? At 10 I, I, listen, on the I, I, I went here, but I was looking, and I was just like, he came back up to the car because I'm like, all right, well, let me call these dudes, tell them where I'm at. It's like, you know, they it's like a little, it's eleven o'clock. They about to be like, this dude don't be late. You know how it is. Like, you know how when they got to 48 hours, where they'd be like, he has to be missing for 48 whole hours. And they interview someone and say, it wasn't it's like, like G. Bush not to tell us where he was. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what we were saying. That's, that's it's exactly not like him. It's not like G. And I'm in my head going like this. And then, and then he pulled back up. And I don't know how he just morphed in front of me. So I'm I'm going to get, you know, the phone. And I'm trying to, he said, you know, sir, what are you doing? I said, oh, no, I'm good. Don't yourself. See, it's it's. Oh, you mean you were pulled over? And you yeah, oh. I was pulled over as I'm calling. I'm like, why did he pull you over? So he pulls me over. This is great. <laughs> he, this is awesome. So he's like, yeah. Um, so before they just now sent me my title, right? So I had to go back to the dealership, and the dealership extended my my uh, 90 day tags, right? So it's to, to oh, you got a temporary. Yes, yeah, temporary yeah, plate. Yeah. So before he even got up there. I told him, yes, they have to send me the title or whatever. They just sent it to me, but my plates are good, right? He's like, we go through license. We go through registration. Yeah. He done ran my credit, my background check, everything. <laughs> he done ran. He back there for, I'm like, what takes that long, bro? He looking tough. And then he's like, yeah, um, you know, everything came back legit. I said, well, I wasn't driving fast. Like, what are we doing? Like. Well, did he say why he pulled you over? He was like, well, you Are know, you still on those expired tags? No, you, no. You did have a date on your tag I did that have was a date. expired. So I had to go back again. So I got the tags is all legit. The tag, so they have the a tags, great. So, so he had no reason so, to pull so you over. So what did he pull you over? So did he have a WB situation? Listen, I, listen I don't, I, when I had that little terrible placebo car, I had a, a Mitsubishi uh, Galant, <laughs> a, a 2009, I ain't never get pulled over. Boy. Now it's like Biggie Smalls, more money, more problems, bro. I'm like, they, how do you keep getting pulled over three times? Are you been pulled over three times? Three. Since three, when? Three. Since, since you got since the new car. car. <laughs> three. Wow. And then he says, and then this was the crazy part. He says, you know, um, you know, your registration, everything, check out. You got full. Um, he he asked me a dumb. He's like, so uh, where, where's the where's the Nissan you have? I said. My wife driving it. Why? <laughs> like I'm supposed to have two cars on me at once. He's like, it was like it was a problem that I had two cars. So you got two? <laughs> yes, sir. I do have two. He's like, well, you know what? I just think it would be safer for you to go home and get the title. When does anybody ever ask for a title? When you no, drive? You, I've you, never you, been asked for my title. I thought it was license and registration. License and registration. You, you, you see, you, you, now I'm mad. Now yeah. I'm sitting here like, so what you mean? Like you can't tell me. 
I don't believe you own this car. Go get the title. So you're not even supposed to keep the title in the car. Well, in most cases, you? if you don't own the car outright, you don't have the title. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. right. But I, and I got to ask that question. My title for my car is still technically back in New Jersey. I don't have my, I keep my title in yeah, my, or, my records or at home. The bank has it. Yes. Yeah, the bank, yeah, the bank got it. So, and, so until it, you fully pay it off. So for, the thing is lucky, yeah. lucky for me, I did have the title, right? So yeah. the title, they sent the title for the bank. So they Send followed over, you home. So yeah. Wow. No kidding. Wow. Yeah, he tried to act like he wasn't following me though. He tried to, he tried to circle around and act like it was like, oh, I'm just Patrolling a Is little this Lakewood, bit. Lakewood, please. This Lakewood. Mm-hmm. I'm patrolling a little bit. I'm like, this hey, dude is really going yeah, yeah. to go home. Here we go. So I go up there. I get my title. I'm like, okay, cool. By that time, my phone is going crazy. You know, my mom watches the show every day. Yeah. She's like, hold on. Why you ain't on TV? Yeah. <laughs> my wife didn't call. But I always say, man, at that point in time, you know, it, it did hit me. It clicked on me. He said, listen, man, don't do nothing silly. Just be cool, bro. Yeah, I don't want no problems, man. Like, no, you got too much going on. You got, yeah, it just because it because you can go zero to a hundred real quick. And I was just sitting there and I was thinking and everything done flashed back and you know what I'm saying. And I'm just thinking, you got, I ain't gonna prove no point. No, you got too much to lose. I ain't gonna prove a point. Yeah, I just he, he never told you a reason why he pulled you over. By the no. way, that's a problem. I think no. the Lakewood police owes, owes owes G and us some answers here. It's, What's happening, man? I look, I mean, and that's Lakewood. And, and so my thing, my thing was this, you know, when, when I'm getting, when you get pulled over, sometimes it's just like this, man, just let it roll. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you got to think about it in terms from other people. I always say if I get pulled over and, and certain things is happening and I get pulled over, I need to have an example for other people that might be a little different. So when you pull me over, I don't got no problem because I don't got no priors. I don't got none of that. I don't got n- zero, right? But at the end of the day, there is other people that get pulled over and they might have priors. Mm-hmm. They might have something on it. You know, they could be perfectly driving, doing their thing. But if they get pulled over, it's a different situation. Fair. I know I don't got nothing to worry about. What's the worst that can happen? I get a ticket. What's the worst that can happen? Because I ain't going to really say nothing crazy. But it's just one of those things where you, you, you always got to and, and I tell people all the time, as a black individual, you always got to worry about. You, you just have to be conscious of it. Like you just, it's it's nothing. You you live with it. Like it's just like you know, you always think you'll get pulled over, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just why my mom, at the end of the day, my mom and dad is like, look, <laughs> when I want like speakers and loud systems and tenant windows, nah, everything I got is plain regular. You just you know, you you say yes sir, no sir, whatever the case may be. And you just know what it is. So for me, I just, you know, the, the goal is if you pulled over as an African-American, the job is to get to crib. So there it is. Did you, did, and they didn't wow. give you a ticket for anything, no, right? No, no, Well, wh- I mean, how, what could they give you a ticket for? You were anything wrong. Right, obviously there was nothing. And he had no reason to pull you over. So like this? That's the, is, that's the troubling he, part. He was like in they, a, he was in a Range a Rover. In a, he was in a nice neighborhood in a Range Rover, and he's black. You can't. He was driving while black. That's why you got pulled over. I, when you got it, when you, here's the thing too. When you get, when you have a car, right? And it's a car that people think is like, oh, well, who, who the hell is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, who, what you, what, who, what you doing? Like, that's just, that's the thing that's sometimes frustrating at times. So for me, you know, I got pulled over like two or three times. All in Lakewood? No, nah, this is different places. Okay. Just either that would be, 
and going to uh, Rocky River because my gym is in Rocky River. So it's Rocky River. There's other different places, right? So each time I always laugh and joke because I try to not to to, to bring it to a, uh, a serious topic. Deescalate the situation. Yeah, I deescalate. I'll be like, look, man, at the end of the day, I, they be going back there like I got me one <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, he has full insurance <laughs> like or oh, he has his insurance on him. Like it's just is what it is, man. So for me, I, I told what well, my wife did say she was like tomorrow. <laughs> Take all the tags off. Take all of them off. <laughs> all the tags go get the real ones. You should go to the Lakewood Police Department and and, and complain. Nah, it ain't. I'll go with you. Nah, <laughs> I, I'm for that. I want you to take Bull down I'll there. I'll go with you, man. I'll have some words to say. Nah, man. Yeah, yeah, hey, there's somebody out there in the Lakewood nah, Police Department hey, right hey, now hey, that's hey, watching hey, this show. I hate hey, to say hey, it, boy. That's just that's how it is. It shouldn't be. We shouldn't just say it's okay and accept this. It's not acceptable. But here's... Been trying. We've been trying what? for years. And you know it what? Is, there is. are a lot of good cops out there that don't do that crap, and they get so, and and they should stand up to this too. So so let me so let me show you this. Let me just tell you this, right? There's two ways you can look at life. You can be an example of how you do something, or you can be antagonistic about the situation. A rebel. Mm-hmm. So what what I'm saying is, if you're an African American, you get pulled over. It's important to know what the protocol is, right? Because there was a p- split time where I got pulled over where I could have really got in my bag and being upset. I could have been really in my bag like, oh, I can't believe this, blah, blah, blah. But nah, sometimes you, you got to learn to de-escalate, right? right? There's a lot yeah. of people that I grew up with. There's a people that I used to, that were cops. There's people that are other different places. And the first thing they say is, at the end of the day, how are you going to handle the situation? There's a lot of times where you think it ain't right, but the problem, the part that you need to understand is maybe somebody else will take the same thing I did, right? I don't got to take my camera out and, and be filming. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because I know I ain't do nothing. I know I got my insurance. Yeah. I know my, what the car is. And push gun to shove, you make me go back to a couple state, a couple streets to get my joint. Guess what? I got it. At the end of the day, t- but you just want to get home, man. That's what you want to do. Especially, no, what, especially what's going on with all the police. You, you yeah. just want to get home. I understand like, I, what I just you, go home. you Of course you did the right thing, and I get where you're coming from, but, like, I don't think, I don't know. I mean, you do what you got to do, but if you want to go to Lakewood Police, I'll go with you. It's not that, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it is a big deal. No, no, no. It's, it's well, because the, the troubling thing is that, that there was no reason given as to why you were pulled over. No the reason. First, it, it, when, when a car is they pulled need, over. They don't need a reason. They have to tell you what you were doing yes. wrong. They can't. Otherwise, it's profile. No, no, no. They got to tell you. What right, you but did they wrong. didn't. They don't have to tell us. So no, that's nonsense, right there. Okay, there's not two different. There should not be two different. And I know that there is, but there that that's be. not acceptable. That's not. And I understand your point is I'm just going to get through the yes, situation, I get it. and that's fine. But that's the micro survive. But yeah. in the macro, there's an institutional problem. If they're pulling G over and not even telling him why you've been pulled over. Right. It's your right to know as a as an operator of a motor vehicle officer, and there's ways to go about this, and yeah. I know you're you are very respectful, and I know that we've talked about this. I'm sure that when you're pulled over, license and registration, officer, what why am I being pulled over? That's that's not being right. disrespectful. Right. And, and, and they owe that answer to you. And they, owe they can't just discriminately say, there's a black man in a nice vehicle, I'm going to pull him over. And, and I'm not going to tell him why I'm pulling and him if over. And that's happening, that's not acceptable, Titus. If, if that's happening in a progressive 
somewhat diverse city like Lakewood. It's not that diverse, but somewhat diverse compared to the far suburbs. What the hell's happening in the far well, suburbs well, there? Well, well, here's it, and, and I just always say this, right? Like somebody was saying this, I was listening to it probably about just as old time during the George Floyd situation. You know, when you, you're you're African American, right? Um, there's rules of engagement you got to get through. There's rules of engagement, right? So, for me, I look at things as always a blessing, right? Because guess what? Now, hey, somebody might say, well, G. Bush could have probably got out of that. He should have raised his stink. He should have did this. Nah, because no, you shouldn't have raised not raised his stink. I don't agree with that. No, I'm saying it's I'm within say- your rights to ask questions. I, what I'm saying is. For me, I know, I know what I what I I could talk to him, and I know how to get out of it. I know how I understand how to carry myself. What I don't want to do is I don't want to encourage other individuals because there's sometimes where I see these these pullovers, and I it gets to a point where I'm like, oh no, just go ahead and just do your thing and get to the crib, right? Right, right. Yeah. And Tybus is and Tybus understands it. That's why you don't you never ever want to bring attention to yourself and say, oh, I'm about to go talk to the whole police department in Avon Lake and Rocky Rip. Nah, uh-uh. Because what I want to do is I want to fly under the radar. I don't even want to be, I, I go, I drive here and go home. That's what I do. I'm, I don't want no problems. Mm-mm. We all good. Yep. Y'all, listen, hey, if the cop, if the police officer felt he had just cause or whatever the case may be, we good with it. He that, should tell you what that is. That we we good. Did with you it. at least get his name? No, I think that's very important. <laughs> no, no. At that point, I'm just at that. CJ, this is the thought process. At that point, I know. Get through it. You yeah. ain't even thinking about <laughs> it. You just you just. So you want, want us to let it? You I would look at the. I, I would. I would look <laughs> at the really badge for you that's, and no, for everybody else. We, that happens, we appreciate. I, I appreciate. I, I would appreciate look at the badge. Sure. I would get the name and I would. Yeah. I would want to have a conversation no. with that person's boss. Mm-mm, it's just mm-mm, messed mm-mm, up. No. God hey, says. guess what? Yeah. He he. Whoever what he he doing his job. And right. guess what? We we moved on, and at the end of the day, everybody home. So. Everybody good. We good. Because if they, right. I got pulled over out here again, guess what? I got registration license. <laughs> Thank you. And good day. All right. We're glad you're here, G. Bush. Yes, yes, we are. We're glad yeah. you're safe. Good bet, bad bet time. Um, no, we're gonna skip good skip bet, bad good bet, bad bet. We're gonna go to no fence, fence riders. Questions. Fence riders. Let's, let's do no it's all calves. It's all calves. Yeah. We got some positive news after G. Bush, and once again, sorry that happened, to you man. Glad you made it back. It's all uh, love, man. We, we good. Let's raise the spirits here. Let's talk a little yeah. Cavs. A lot of excitement around this Cavaliers team. We did no, no fence riders. No. Oh, by the bro. way, back, by the That's way, right, Big back. Nuggets, I'm a, I, while I was out here, I live in my Tupac life. <laughs> this guy Whoa. comes with the with the whole. Yeah, yeah, a little he, I see you. A little something, something. <laughs> That's a sneak attack. Look, starters jacket's coming back, man. I wore mine. <laughs> I wore mine yesterday. He gonna get the Jays to go with it. See, Jay, he be cheating. <laughs> I know. I know. This is this is raising the bar again. It, it, I, I thought you was finished. I am done. Okay. But I, I, I were actually looking at uh, Cavs starter jackets before the show, the black and light blue ones from the 90s. Yeah, with the yeah. Nets. Those oh, things yeah. fire. They are. I got some fire. I just had it on yesterday. A pair of Jordan 3 yeah, trying to chase this kid. Oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, you gave me on my fly. By the way, is there heat on in the studio it, it's for the hell. today? It's hot as hell. I it's thought it was a day. Because it snowed last night. Do we control the heat in this studio or no? I'm not sure. It was leaking in our office upstairs. All I'm going to say is this. Yeah, it's too hot. 
It, you can't be hot when you this cool. That's oh. all I'm <laughs> Even with the jacket. <laughs> hey, but we got six caps. Let's do it. Here we go. Defense, <laughs> and then we got two afterwards. Let's get right to it. Not just you four answered, but everyone in the UCSS oh, group. Wow. A full participation grade. Polk got his questions in very late. He's not in the graphic, but he did send the answer. Polk answers. even getting in. Look at that. Even Polk getting in on the Ooh. action. So, Steve, let's take the first question here. Will the Cavs have three All-Stars this season? It was a split result. And, G, you are the lone person on set today that chose. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Take it, Steve. Yes. Yeah. 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 I pick Steve. yes because I pick no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Jason had three yes, too. Explain yourself, G. Ah, uh, well, it's easy. It's easy money. Darius Garland was already an all-star, right? Tybus knows how this game works. Being an all-star and being all-state is one thing. It, my dad always told me, if you make all-state as a junior, they have no choice but to put you as all-state <laughs> as a senior. That's about right. You understand. Oh, my God. Don't let, don't let you make it as a sophomore. You ain't got to do nothing. No tackles, no production. So, he's already, Darius Garland, is already all-star. He will be an all-star again, and he got a max deal, so people think he's crazy. Now, Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell is, is if he averages anything over 23, anything over 23, they're going to be pressed to put him in there, right? Because he's a four-time All-Star, three-time All-Star. He has a new jersey out. People say, oh, look at this new look Cavs team. It's the Donovan Mitchell effect. They just already flexed one of the games, the first two games in November, mm -hmm. put him on national TV because guess Let's what? Go. They have those. And plus, he's going to shoot a lot. Um, and then so three, Evan Mobley, Evan Mobley you, you ever know. Replaces he, Allen. He, he, yes. You got that up-and-coming dude, Allen, right? Yeah. Wasn't Mobley an All-Star last year? No, he no, wasn't. He was no, the rookie. He was not. Rookie All-Star. Oh, Allen was the All-Star. Yeah, Allen yes. was the All-Star. Okay. Yeah, so, was. Mobley will get what I call that up-and-coming love. Yeah. Like, they'll just be like, this guy in five years. How do you used to talk about Giannis? <laughs> yeah. this, this guy, he, you play against Kobe or LeBron, this well, guy. They, they, they were right about that. <laughs> so go ahead. I, I think I think Mobile, I think Allen falls out this year. Mobley's a year away. I agree with the that. Two guards are yeah, I, that's that, yeah. and that's exactly what I have. I think yeah. Mobley probably is just One a year. little bit away. He has I think the offense won't quite be there yet. Yeah, I'm with you. Many, I'm with you. Many, and those numbers, you know, a lot of guys are all season. stars. Is it four? Like What's point that? guards? Is it just the top two point guards in the East? No, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's it varies. Starters. Yeah, it's the, the starters, and then the bench can be however they want to construct yeah. the team. I don't know. I don't know. I, but I, I, I'm with you. I think yeah. Mobley might I got be a two. little bit away. Yet. I got two for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I have. He's had, he has to. He has to get to about 19 and 10. Did Jason tell you which three are going or no? With all the Jason did not tell us which three were going, but I'm assuming he's picking Mobley based on the rest of his answers. I am right. Yes. By the way. The Guardians lost. The Cavs start their season. We do have a Cavs post-game show That's tonight. That's right. G. Wow. Bush, Paul, Earl, and myself are hopping on after the Cavs game. Make sure rolling. you guys tune in. Up on like we've done one every night. How did the uh, Guardians post-game show do last night? It was not night? bad considering they lost. Yeah, I mean, it, not anywhere near the game the three walk-off walk -off yeah. numbers. Well, that'll not bad. be an all-time effort. I thought the best part about it was I thought our numbers picked up towards the end because we just got into, you know, 
forecasting what the Guardians are going to do moving forward. Yeah. And so I asked Bull a question. Uh, you know, I was like, "Hey, give me a splash guy we probably won't get." Otani. Uh, and he just he threw out Otani, a, a splash guy we ain't gonna get, but you can theoretically make it work in your mind. And after that, it was just it was dope because people started calling in by Bull. Can we get this guy? Can we get this guy? People start going in off saying, hey, I got my super chats. Hey, let me ask Bull. I don't want to wait. Let me ask Bull about the situation. And I thought that was the, the best part. I like of, that. That's, yeah. that's and we're going to do cool. that in the coming days, too. Don't worry. Make yeah. sure if you guys haven't subscribed already, hit that subscribe button, ring the bell. We appreciate it. And make sure you do it you again. You got to ring the bell because yeah, then you the know when we're doing a live post game, when my podcast comes out, all this other or stuff. Or breaking news. Breaking oh, yeah. news. Oh, yeah. Like, if the, if the Guardians sign Otani... I'm going on. They get on Tiny. I'm getting on. I'll, shoot, I'll show back up at the studio. Forget <laughs> that. I'll get the, on the camera. Yeah, that's right. All right. You guys ready for question number two? Yeah. Question number two involves the one, the only, Evan Mobley. He did not average a double-double last season, so the question is, will he average a double-double this season? Another split answer, and two people on today's set said no. Let's see it, Steve. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nope. I thought I, thought I said no. Allen going to take you it away no from me. <laughs> I, got I got him with the double-double. Allen going to take them rebounds away from me, man, and then Lopez going to take them rebounds away too. It is tough to average it. But they lost Margaret. He's going to get it. Yes. They lost Margaret. Here's, here's the thing. In the starting lineup, you, you're going to replace Markkinen with either Levert or Okoro, mm -hmm. and those guys won't hit the glass as much as Markkinen. Nope. And he's only he averaged what eight and a half boards last year. It's close he last year. He was going. He going to average. He going to average nine and a half. About nine. It'll be nine, close. Nine, it's going to be real close. Well, nine six. We're rounding up to ten. No. <laughs> I, I think he's going to average nine point six. Yeah. Is double digits. It is. I think he's going to average like seventeen and ten this year. That's a well. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot. That is a, a lot. lot. Plus, you got to think about it. Kevin Love averages about fourteen and eight off the bench. That's true. Yeah. That, that's and, true. and I'm like, wow, like that's a lot of rebounds. Go, it's going to be very too. close, but I don't think he's going to get it. Mm. I, well, look, Kevin Love from these more and more is, is off the glass shooting threes. He's, yeah, he's a, he's a spot yeah. up shooter at this point. <laughs> if he does, I, I love the Cavs' chances to work into the top four. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't have them right now in the East. I, I got them at like in the five. Top four. I, I do too. I have them at five. I got them five. If Evan Mobley. It, it may not happen this year. It might be more than the year after. But if he takes like a Darius Garland type of offensive jump, oh. then forget about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's no yeah. Yeah. When that happens, there's no limit. Yeah, well, if that's the case, if Giannis get a jumper like Steph Curry, forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> He's sneaking in Bilt Bar, bro. <laughs> I think that's a bigger lead but Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley. Yeah, Evan Mobley. <laughs> Is going to be to me, a good he's a slumbering player. giant who's Giannis, just waiting Giannis, to explode. Giannis right, would have stepped back three for the game and, and, and hit it. You said step-like three. Let's not get nuts. That is nuts. That is nuts. <laughs> Next question. <then. laughs> question number three. Our only 3-3 three, three split. Ooh. Will Donovan Mitchell finish the season as a top five scorer in the NBA? Steve, let's see the answers here as we were dead split down the fence Ooh. with Tyvis J and Brad saying yes, Jason Bull and G saying no. Yeah. Gonna... I don't see how he can't be. He I... wasn't last year on a team with less talent around him, so True. I don't see yeah, it. 25, yeah, 25. Uh, you got to think, like, so let's look at the. I watched LeBron and, and LeBron. Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. Steph. Doncic. Luka. And Jokic. Right, Jokic. He probably averaged 26, Jokic. 27. We forgetting about Durant. 
Kevin Durant. Durant, right. He's going to be up there. And B, yeah, it's hard. Top and, five and, is and hard. And B averaged day near 30 last year. You got Jason Tatum. Uh, yeah, it's too, it's too many. It, it's See, like, here's the thing, though. I know you, you. I reverse engineered what you said. Okay. You said he scored all the points last year and he didn't have any help. He had to score. Right. I think this year, because he's not the only option in the offense, he and there's be, other guys that can score, be scoring, I think right? that's going to open the door for him to score even more. I agree with that. That's what I thought. My guess is those two things will balance each other out. And he'll score exactly and the same. And he'll score about the same. <laughs> 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 you know, you I agree. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> what you're saying is right, but it's also they have so many good scorers yeah. that not everybody's going to be able to average a I think he'll have points. more open opportunities, more yes. available. Yeah, that's that's what I think. And, and, and because just if you look at the when the, they were also got team. better guys to pass to but the difference he does is, but he he ain't got to be the facilitator like he can actually work but off he will ball. be sometimes well they, I yeah, think they're but, gonna take turns take turns to some degree being but when he ain't better. when he off ball like he can yeah sure, they they go McNugget says something I, I was watching during the, the uh, season uh, regular uh, preseason and he said something I thought was really truthful they got to learn. It takes a while for them guards to learn how to work off each other. Yeah. Yes, and it when does. they get to rock. Like, so, I, you know, I saw a lot of times when Garland had the ball, you know, he he gets into the lane and he likes to run pick and roll, high hand off to, uh, uh, you know, to Allen and Mobley. So he has that connection. So sometimes you see him in a corner just chilling like or, or at the top of the key. You talking about, about Mitchell? Mitchell, yeah. So, it, it, but it, that's to, to be expected. Um, if they can get out a run and, and get some easy baskets early, that's cool. But it'll be a work in progress. They're not going to be like in midseason well, form. Well, it's looked clunky at times in the preseason. Yeah. And then two minutes later, it's looked like they've been playing together forever. Yep. And that's what happens when you put a group of guys together that even one new part, it takes a while before they all mesh together. Yeah. But I, And I don't expect it until really December. That's yeah. why. I think after Christmas, you're going to see a different Cavs and team And that's why I got them fifth slash sixth because of yeah. what you just said. Right. It will take it's time. Take some time. Next so. year, though, look out. Yeah. Next year, look I out. I think they – I'm with man. Brad. They need a little <clears> – one more piece. The East is low, man. Yeah, it's over. The it is. It's, it's tough. I mean, if you guys watch Boston Philly, last night. The ne- I know, I know. Good. It's terrifying. They, they split thirty-five. Did you see that? Yeah. They were just like, oh man, we got two dudes going back for in the day. We said, we said that's going half on a baby. That's <laughs> unreal. Thirty-five man, a piece. And, and then it was crazy. The Brog then came in. It was I perfect. Thought, I thought the deep. I thought they was going to slide a little bit because they coach um, was gone. Oh, and he's out of here. He's yeah, out he's here. done. Hey, he might as well go get them, them, them unemployment yeah. papers. It, it, it is yeah. one game. I thought the same it thing. One game. It is one game. Yeah, According to Matt nuts. Barnes, he's going anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like Barnes. we didn't know the Celtics were going to be good. I mean, they were, they went to the final. No, game. but, no, but no, I they thought look there might good. be a good. I thought there'd be a little drop off with no, the coach. They, they, they in mid-season well, four. They looked like it was one game. I know. They could come back, but I. It was kind of scary East, last the night. The East on paper is the best it's been in forever. I think uh, it's in been forever. And LeBron, yes. Yes. Like eight or nine the Lakers look terrible. What's the next question? We're going to get to yes. the full East after <laughs> fence questions. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, Le- LeBron might be back by Christmas. Is this, and we kind of just alluded to this, is the combo of Mitchell and Garland the best one-two punch no. in the Eastern no. Conference. No, no, come on. That was the Someone one question. Yes, though. I, I, I thought Someone you. I, yes, I said yeah. I thought you meant guards. <laughs> no, you do. I thought you meant but guards. No, like backcourt. 
No, is it if, the one you fucked? Just the backcourt, maybe. I, 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 no, I don't listen if to you the discussion go, for backcourt. Yeah, I, I would thought, yeah, what, I thought That's what I thought, and I texted Mikey. I said, do you mean just, no, just backcourt? The, the only, the only yeah. backcourt that can mess with them two is Atlanta with Murray Atlanta. And, right. and Trey. I agree. And, yeah. I agree with that. And I'm, and we talking, I'm not, but we ain't wait, talking backcourt. No, we're talking one-two punch. Murray. Murray. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. I, and I don't know if they got them. I don't know. I don't it's know. Close. Trey it's and Murray. Close. That's what I'm saying. It's that very close. A better question. I thought. I thought it was backcourt. Right. Well, the best has got to be Embiid and Harden, right? That's not a backcourt. KD and Kyrie. No, no, no. Just are you talking about Ky- duo. KD and Kyrie? Kyrie. No, it's Giannis and Middleton. Stop playing with me. No, I'd, I'd still take KD and Kyrie. Yeah, but KD and Kyrie can't be trusted to stay on the no, court. No, I know. Giannis You're right. If they can both play up to the max potential, which is a big if, but if they can, but I still like the, them if, better than if anybody. If we're saying no injuries, max potential, I'd say Harden and Embiid Giannis at and this mi- point. Giannis and Middleton, and I ain't hear nothing else. Well, no. Middleton, Middleton, Middleton is not is, uh, as yeah. good as the other second guys. Yeah. You now, says who? Katie and Kyrie, you've got two bona fide superstars. I, I will, Middleton we, is underrated. I'll give you he's that. He's a great player, he's, but, he's, but not, he's not a superstar. He's have, not in KD. Have we forgotten about Steph and Clay? No, he's no, in the East. He's he's oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I don't even know that Clay at this point is, I would say, more Steph and Poole now. <laughs> that is kind of Yeah, bad. we don't know what Clay's going to be. Jordan Poole was out there pulling that thing. Hold on. Like, hold on, hold on. That's so crazy. I said, they bro, got a good, such a good team. All it takes, awesome. all it takes is for you to get punched and get that off. He just, <laughs> he just coming down. He shot a three. He's coming out leaning like <laughs> yeah, half court. Yeah, and, and, and our Draymond, second one, he just, Draymond Green was like, yeah, "Thank you." Yeah, you know I'm what's just, funny? Andrew Wiggins looked like he was becoming a bust, and he just got reinvigorated with hey, Golden State. He was awesome. Andrew, a lot of people do. Andrew that Wiggins yeah, is the yeah. reason that they are really, really, yeah, really, really good. He's good. Yeah. His, he defensively good, is yeah. really good, and his offense has. I mean, I don't like still that. Still upset to get cast. He does, he does what he's asked to do Listen, in Golden State. They, he was being cast out of position yes, in Minnesota the, as a absolutely scoring option. But championship look, teams need that. Yes. Like, exactly. They need that guy that team. understands his ego is in check, and this is what we need you to do here, and he does it. And, and outside of Popovich, Steve Kerr's the best coach in the league. So The Lakers ain't making the playoffs. I will say one thing. Ooh, that's bold. The Lakers ain't making it this year. I'm actually kind of with Tyvis on this one. That's a hot take, bro. The one thing with basketball, and this goes for – Bench guys, your stars, I think the best ability you could have in basketball is knowing what you're good and what you're not good at. And guys who yeah. get put in a situation where they're pigeonholed and say, hey, Andrew Wiggins, you are not a guy who's going to shoot 30 times. You're going to play defense. You're going to rebound. Yep. You're going to make open shots. He can excel in that role on Minnesota where they give him free uh, laissez-faire range to do what he wants. You see what happens. He can put yeah. up a lot of points, shoot a yeah. terrible percentage. He's not going to carry a team, but he, losing player. he'll be a hell of a role player. And yeah. but I, I mean, I hate to say that the season's over before it starts. But and I know it's a one game overreaction, but I got Boston and Golden State. Whoa! Got Golden State. You got who at the East? I do. We haven't even seen Milwaukee play. Wait, what is wrong with you? Like, I'm in, in fairness, talk you're to accusing me, talk everybody to me of May. overreacting, which is true. Talk Mikey. to me in May. Oh, However, we will talk to you in May. Telling you, I can't believe you right now. I put it out yesterday before. Okay, telling you, you know what? You falling for out of sight and out of mind. Yep. Giannis Maybe. going. You see how they dropped thirty-five? Giannis going for nothing less than forty. Write it down. All right, got two more fence questions. We'll wrap up the NBA stuff. <laughs> yeah. I also think the Lakers make the play-in and losing the play-in. That's like technically make the playoffs, but not really. All right, next one. If you lose the play-in, <laughs> I don't think you technically you make the playoffs. You are not a. Then no, I, you can't make you. The Cavs did not make the playoffs. Yeah, then I don't think the Lakers make the playoffs. <laughs> okay. This is our one unanimous answer, and I'm shocked because yes. when you look at how this equates, I'm not sure where you're going to find those points. But will anyone on the Cavs bench average more than 12 and a half points a game? And everybody on the panel said yes. 
We should we you should ask, well, oh, who wow. is it then? <laughs> Which guy do you so have? That, that's my question. Right. Yes. Yes. I, I think uh, Levert's yes. going to start tonight. So. Levert, we don't know. Yeah, that but we don't know that for he's he not going to be a starter. He's going to be a term. starter for the season. Right. It could be. I think Kevin Love. I, I thought Kevin Love. Yeah, that's too. I exactly Kevin Love. I, said. I, think, I think Kevin averaged somewhere like thirteen point eight and about seven point nine rebounds. Hey, six Levert, man, six man award roof, material. <laughs> I'll take it. And, and Kevin Love, by the way, is is kind of easy for because he pulls he, he shoots threes now. Like he comes in and he has the green light, so he's doing three for two. Like he's not a back to back, back to the basket guy. Right. He's gonna come in. Look, what he averaged last year? 13, 13 six, and oh, seven, there two. You go. There you There's go. just a lot fewer shots to go, or that's an oxymoron. There's way fewer shots to go around now with Mitchell on the court, no matter how you break it down. Even mm, on the bench unit, because one of those two will always be on the court. I mean, Colin Sexton used to shoot a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was getting, he shot a lot too. No, like, he didn't have to contend with that last year. But I, I just think he's going to be, again, you talk about role players. You talk about Wiggins and knowing what his role is there. One of the things, Kevin Love's career in Cleveland is going to be one of the most wild books you'll ever read. Because when he came here, he was expected, obviously, to help carry this team to a championship. He was part of the championship team. But now he's making a ton of dough. This is his last year, right? Correct. He's making a ton of dough, but he's asked to do far less than he's ever been asked to do here. But He's able to do that and do it well when he's in. He's maximizing his minutes. Mm-hmm. I'll bring him back. I'll bring him back, too. Would you really? I re- now, obviously, at much I, less money. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. Much less money. I've swung the pendulum. Back when, way back when he kind of got in there with Colin Sexton and he threw the ball in, in bounds. And that was my turning point. I, said, I wanted I, him out. I, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, get him out. Yeah, 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 I said, get rid of him. And now you're like, what a great veteran he is. I know, because, well, he's changed his tips. He turned it around. And to me, this is this this just goes to show you um, anybody can can change their approach and the way they think about it, right? Like he, I don't know what happened. I don't know. They sat him down for a little bit. They told him you're not gonna play in a game or two, and he he just went back and realized, hold on, man, hold on, hold on. I think sometimes he got in, he got really sucked into the whole LeBron Kyrie thing, and and Jr. Smith and all the like back then the Cavs had a lot of big personalities and people was just doing what they wanted to right right so he you win a championship you the last guy here he figuring that's the leadership style I got to show LeBron would be vague LeBron would call people out Kyrie would just not talk to people for a while Kevin was like okay well how do I lead this young team I got this contract what are we doing and I think he, he got caught up in that and then had to realize well let me just be me let me be the way I, I am. I don't got to be loud and vocal all the time. Let me just show these guys some love and, 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 and put my arm around them and, and, and turn into like yeah. a guy who I am. And so now he went from a dude that won a championship to a dude who everybody in the city hated, and even his yeah, teammates. Hated. To now we love them. them being the best teammate. And I actually think he'll get his jersey retired. It's a ama- Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think he will. It's been an amazing turnaround for him. I said, I was talking with Chris Fedor yesterday for the, my podcast. And I asked him about Kevin Love. Like, I was like, what happened? He was like, well, he signed, and that was on him, right? He, he knew he wasn't going to get the money somewhere else. But he was miserable because the team sucked. Yeah, that was and obvious. And the young guys, he felt like they didn't know how to play. Like, he was a veteran, and he knew how to play. And he was playing for championships. Now he's around all these young kids. That's they don't the know how to play the game, yeah. right? Yeah. And he got frustrated, and, it got, and he admitted he's too emotional. And it got the best of him. And now that these guys have kind of learned, come into their own, he's enjoying being a part of it. You know what? It's very hard to overcome a moment like that. Yeah. That that, that, that can be career defining. Yes, 100%. And to his credit, 
He flipped the script. He did. And now he's this guy who is a, a facilitator, a role player. I think he's the mentor. He's the leader that this team needs. It's a bunch of young guys with no compass. Him and Rubio. But his compass. Why Rubio's key, yeah, too. Rubio's You're key. right. Chris sure. said Rubio has made a massive impact on Garland's career. Yep. I he's made he a has. massive impact on Mitchell's career when they were together. All these young point guards that he's played with, he's had a massive impact they on love his career. Love him. It's a great mix. They love it this really guy. is a great mix. Twelve months ago, we would have all given away Kevin Love for nothing. For I know sure it would nothing yes. to get him out. Well, trade him. He was trade him. Get him, him. Get him out. Out. Like, I'm not trading Kevin yeah, Love. You're right. Like, you right. Crazy. You know who I felt that way about? I felt that way about Tristan Thompson before he left, like his last year. I, 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 I like. I actually, you know, I wanted to get rid of him for so long, but his last year, I was like, man, he is a leader. And I he, hate all this Kardashian stuff. Off the court, I ain't got nothing to do. Stay out of the back. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to do. We talking all court. He hasn't done it. Like where? I don't no. even know what team Invisible he's on. Right he's, Invisible man. I don't think man. he's playing. All right, McNuggets. Yeah, what's next? <laughs> we have our last question here. This was another tight split, and this Ooh. one leads us right into the next part of our discussion of where will the Cavs end up this season? Yeah. Will the Cavs win 51 or more games in the 2022-2023 season? We had a four to two split here, but we'll let the Deniers go first, as Bull and Tyvis said no. Wow, Bull. G, Jason, I, Brad, and Jay said <laughs> I, It's only because I got them with 49 wins this year. I got them with 48, 48. wins. It's, it's, it's because the East is so tough. It is. Like, I can't believe y'all sitting there saying it's not, though. Like, and guys, <laughs> here's the thing. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had some growing pains early in the season. No, I think they will. Well, yeah. I, mean, I, like, I got growing pains. People get hurt. It's just like 48 just seems like the, the number. That's in this East, in the 48, East. 49 wins? That's, that's, that's how I would say it. That would be I'm top six. 52 and 30. I, I, I got 50, 54, 55 you know what? You know what y'all problem is? Y'all, y'all are falling for the paper roster. No, I'm not. No. I think they're going to be around 500 or even perhaps below at Christmas. I think they're going to figure it out after Christmas. They're going to that, that, you know, give them 25 games to sort of get their thing together and figure out who's who because there will be some moments. We saw, yeah. There were some preseason moments where I'm like, wait, what wait a minute, what, what am I looking at? Like they can, hey, G, real quick, you just said 54, 55 wins. Yeah. When we were making these questions earlier this lot. week, I asked, I asked lot, Anthony, man. like, what, what's a good number? I had it at 50 first, that was too low. Do you know how many teams in the NBA won 55 games last year? One, two. No, I'd say four, four or five. Dose. Wow, they're a lot 150 though. There were a lot between 50 That's and 55. There was five between in the Eastern and the Western Conference between 51 and the Warriors who yeah. were the top seed. But right, only two teams in the league won 55 games. It seems easy to say that on uh, on paper. Who was the who was the two teams? Do you know? Go, Golden uh, State. I'll tell you one sec. Golden State and Boston. Uh, pulling up right now. Phoenix? No, it wasn't Boston. Well, Phoenix might have. Phoenix. Go. Uh, You'd think they would both. Milwaukee. Milwaukee better be. No, it was Memphis and Phoenix. Sorry, Golden State oh, only had Memphis. 53 wins yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah. Memphis Miami won the Eastern yeah. Conference with 53 wins. Wow. <laughs> so, Steve, that's a lot. 55 is a lot of wins. I, I, if you say and the East is so good. This 48. Is every night. 48 wins. 48, that, that 49. Is a, that is, I'll give it to you mm. like this. You look 49 look, wins could be a three seed. <laughs> I mean, it could Well, be. what was it? The, well, they were all bunched together last yeah. year. Cal, I mean, Miami and. Do you want the Eastern Conference standings real quick? I think there were five. Down? Weren't there five teams? Within give us like the top five teams. Yeah, Miami had 53 wins. 
Boston was second with 51, which broke a tiebreaker with Milwaukee and Philadelphia. Those three teams all had 51 wins. Oh, yeah. And then Toronto so, so there were four teams in the East with 51 last yeah, year. Yeah, right. Right. Four teams in the East with 51, correct. And then Toronto, 48. So, if the Cavs, in theory, if the Cavs won 49, they would have been the five seed. Yeah. Now, which is where I think they're going to be. Now, think about it. Last year before the playoffs, or before the, the All-Star break, the Cavs they were playing great. Well, the Cavs the were the hottest team. Oh, they, yeah, and then were. they had all those injuries. They had all those yeah, injuries. Exactly. The Rubio injury, yep. and then they got a bunch of other Marlon got injured. Allen got hurt. Allen got stretched. Also, I, I felt season. last year that the Cavs were putting too much of an emphasis on defense in the regular season. That's another thing. And that wears you out. And I, I've had NBA coaches say, the, the young coaches think that you can come out here and coach like it's college. The players, the veterans all know, Bro, we can't keep this up for right, 82 right, right. games. We're going to die. It takes yeah. a lot more energy to play defense than it does to take, I, play offense. I think we all agree. I don't care exactly how many wins they get as long as they're not in the play-in round. No, I, I agree I, with that. I, I don't care. Oh, I, listen, if they don't finish in the top six, I'd be sh- I'd be shocked. Right. It would be disappointing, but yes. you know, you never know. Very. If, the only reason I'd say it's a possibility is just that the East is so good and you never know with injuries, but they're a young team. You think that would help them in terms of less likely to get injured than some other teams? Here, right? Here's here's why I have a tremendously high, you know, like like ceiling on these guys, is because they're the only team that I know that have two erasers. Like they have Both literally, yeah. They got yeah. two seven footers that block shots. What is Robin high, Lopez? Just a rebound getter now. I mean, he, he's a nice. I don't know eight. how many minutes he's going to play. Play like yeah. ten minutes a game. Well, probably. he'll be able to. He'll be able to spell guys but, in that role, protect yeah. the rim, yeah. and that's that. You, that's, that's a great big. point. Yeah. Have two of those guys. Yeah, that's big. The NBA's yeah. gone away from that. They, and, and now you got a guy Mobley who can switch off, and if he switches on the guard, you're not losing nothing. He can, he can guard a guard right. and switches. He can guard anybody. And so you got two of those dudes. Don't say anybody. Like that are going to rate <laughs> that are going to erase whatever the smaller guards do. Yeah. If you if they if the, if JB comes out and he emphasizes that they should play defense strong, like because last year I thought that's what the reason they got to where they yeah, were. Yeah. They did. Uh, but you but playoff time everybody plays hard. And yes, then you see that do. jump. Yeah. You, the playing games that <laughs> you saw KD and, Le, uh, and, and uh, Durant, you said, oh, they, we'll wait to get to the Hawks. Even the Hawks had turned it up because Trey Young wouldn't miss. Right. So it all depends on what they can come out and they, if they emphasize that and if they can ha- find somebody in that three role. Yeah. But in terms of scoring, uh, they, they got scoring. We got to be careful, too, throwing yeah. dirt on G. Bush because we had this same conversation about the Guardians before the season. <laughs> yeah. And we thought that they would play meaningful games in September, but none of us had the Guardians making the playoffs, but you did. 92 wins. I don't know how you had 92 wins. And he so, got it exactly right. I thought when we had a discussion the week before that was fluke. that I was the only one that said <laughs> that they would be in the mix. 92 you is that, your that's mind. a hard that number was, to fluke. That was fluke. No, that is, 87 is 87. You say, oh, they're going to get 81 wins. Okay. So no, did you, no So wait, the question he had yes to oh, to fifty one. <laughs> no. Yes, he had over fifty one. <laughs> over fifty one. All right. I, I like the late. By I the lay cash down by, on that one. By, by the by the way. By the way, did you know that there was a, a movie called Hardball and one of the characters was, was named <laughs> G Baby? Of course, what is wrong with him? Oh my God. Like, like, like that's G Baby. Well, we were talking about that before the show. He got cute too, <laughs> because Michael B. Jordan. That was his first role. G Baby. Yeah, of course, that's that hardball, bro. That like Cumbers, baby. That Nelly was on the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They I had too. the song Hardball. Now here's the thing. Yeah, 50, 50 over fifty-one wins. Yeah, 
Think about it. I LeBron's that, that one LeBron team. I was at home in a, in a time machine a little bit uh, when LeBron won. Uh, I think he won the MVP that year, and they won sixty six games. Oh shoot! Yeah. How the hell did that happen? Yeah, I know. They and, and it was funny because they were the whole time. It, these games weren't close. They was just getting. They was doing and one mixtape moves. And people was they when they all them choreographed moves LeBron used to do in the oh, corner. Yeah. They yep. was joking. They all on the floor. I'm like, who did they? Have who was one? the second best player on the Cavs? It was Mo Williams. Mo Ga- Mo, Mo, Mo Oh my Mo god. Mo Williams. It really just tells you how Del- good. Del- Mo Del- Del- Has anybody won? Ira Newble. Has has any team ever had a better season? With that little talent, player no, two through fifty, it's not I don't possible. Think so. Not that I can not remember. Not since the '60s. Sixty-six yeah. wins. Milwaukee. Do you understand? They never lost to nobody, and they, there was teams all over. I, 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 I was watching them. I said, I don't understand. Prime LeBron, we'd be like, he's good. Like you go back and you get you think, reminded. You think that LeBron was better yeah. than Miami's LeBron? That, that remember to, hey, remember the playoff game LeBron against Detroit ways. where he scored oh, the last 25 God. points? LeBron in Miami. Miami's LeBron was – that ball. was the best player was, in the world. LeBron, by the time he was in Miami, then when he came back here again, his basketball IQ was just, was just off the charts. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Off the charts. Yeah. The, the, and I would say, to me, the best I've ever seen him was, like, the 2018 LeBron. Like, you really got to see – like, yeah. 2018 – Nobody went on the team when they got yeah. Isaiah Thomas and, and, and Dwayne yeah. Wade, yeah. and then they brought them all in and then cut everybody and yeah. traded everybody. They did. They did they him filthy. His Jay last Crowder. year, they Jay did Crowder. Him. Oh, I like Jay Crowder now. They got rid of him, and that Jay year, Crowder didn't like LeBron. That year, LeBron was like in the playoffs. He just was like, "Okay, I'm Toronto. I'm gonna beat you by myself." He did. Yeah. He did that to anybody. He, Celtics. I'm gonna beat you by myself. And yeah. he was just doing it with like I, I don't know. It was just it was it was impressive. I think like he like averaged a bunch, and his next person, I think in the finals, it was like he averaged the most, and it was like all five of Golden State. Then the Cavs was next. It was ridiculous. Yeah, dude, dude was crazy. By the way, um, do you? And this is kind of go ahead. No, you could, I, I got to do uh, what the internet says next. Okay. So, 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 Steve so. said, was Miami LeBron better than Giannis? Nobody <laughs> is better than Giannis. Stop we, it. We have not. Stop it. We have not talked about this. I, I didn't notice that um, that during this year, LeBron's going to break Kareem's record. Yeah. He could. Well, no, he they, is. They, they said, they he said is. if he averages like 20, they kind of amateurized it through. No, I, here's what I, my, what they didn't factor in was missing time for injury. Yes. Guys, that happens when you're 30, yeah. when yeah. you're almost yeah. 40 years yeah. old. I think he's done it like the past few years. He's got hurt. He's got he's hurt missed a long time. time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the law of averages is the older you get, the more games you're going to miss. He's, you know, let's knock on wood here. Of course, he's not ours now. He's never had that catastrophic injury. No, he's not like no, the Kobe. Yeah. And that's, that's bizarre for a superstar that has as many miles on his body as he does. Kobe had knees. Kobe, Kobe had the knees. Jordan had even the had some knees. Yep. He, so everybody's had Dominique. Uh, magic and you look course. at the size of his. I know he's got a big frame, but to think that the miles he's put on his body, because at 18 he was playing 82 yeah, he's games a year. Recovery. It's stunning. It, I think one of the most incredible things about him has been his durability. Yeah, his, that's the context of of him getting the scoring title, right? I mean, that's one of the the biggest. Like you, we talked about, Judge and the home run title. Or I didn't think anybody would ever break Kareem. I, I did not. Either. 
I did I not did never, never. Never. And the fact that he that, had a move that couldn't be stopped. I know. Yeah. He did. He was a bucket every time. You every time if they, they wanted they, it. They was like, you can't dunk the ball no more. Like, we just going to not let you dunk for a We're little bit. change the rules. Now, yeah. do you, like, and I, to me, I always look at it like that's a, a rule, that, that's a, a, a record that would never be broken. I just want to see how people view it. Because there's always been this thing where if, you know, if you mention Jordan or you mention LeBron, Basically, they just put it out of six and oh, they put it out four yeah. and six versus six yeah, and oh. Yeah, so if, if you would, if he's a guy who is known to be a passer coming in the league, but then became the all time leading scorer, I just it's crazy to me to think like this dude really broke Kareem's record because he's facilitated so much. And the six and oh and four and six argument, I, I know that everybody says, well, it's got to be Jordan because he was six and oh. Look at the teams that. LeBron was able to take to the finals with the rosters that he had. He made 10 finals. So everybody says 6-0. Well, what about the 13 where he didn't make the finals? (laughs) My only argument, I I think people, I agree with your general principle that people, it's unfair to just grade the finals. Yes. I will argue, argue though, that Jordan had to get through tougher teams in the East. That's a fact. No, that's a fact. And that can't be discounted. Right. Mm -hmm. But still, this guy has taken three teams to a total of 10 NBA finals. Right. And And some of those teams had no business being there. My God, remember the first team he took there? He got swept by San Antonio. Go look at that roster. It's crazy. Booby Gibson. Absolutely terrible. We love Booby, but. No, Booby was a great guest. What do you have, bro? We got to do some internet comments real quick whenever we. Read some internet comments. You know who it's brought to us by. It's brought to us by our good friends at PCC Airfoils. Are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Mentor, Wicca, Minerva. the other way. Yes. All $18 benefit package, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com mm-hmm. slash careers to learn more. Today is what the internet is saying. PC, PCC. Making the world. <laughs> I can't remember the lyrics. He lost me. I didn't know I where was he was going. I didn't know where he was going. That song right here, right now by Jesus Jones. Oh, oh yeah. That's right right here, right now. That's hard to remix. I know. That was tough. Yeah. That's I a, dropped the ball on that yeah. one. Sorry. Sorry. Well, today's internet comments come to us via <laughs> Super Chat. Mm. Uh, this is from Spawny Images. He says, although a loss was a bit heartbreaking, especially to the Yankees, I believe the Guardians laid out the blueprint for other teams to follow. And then Jake Evans. What do you mean uh, laid out the blueprint? What's what the blueprint? blueprint? Just don't let them hit nine home runs. Beat the, beat the Yankees? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm just reading comments, guys. All right, all right. <laughs> Jake Evans says, what's the Guardians prospect pool looking like in the next two, three years? I think, Bull, you'll lose Fantastic. three, According to MLB.com, number three farm system as of the All-Star break. Sensational. Barbecue chicken. <laughs> barbecue chicken alert. Barbecue chicken alert. And Bo Naylor is their fifth number five prospect, so maybe he's their starting catcher next year. And there's no more comments, but we had planned to do a little Guardians recap season in review to end the show. So we got 15, 20 minutes. I say we just get it. the final thoughts at this get point. Final Wait takes. a minute. Fine, that's my vote. Before we get the final takes, yeah. I got something that I want to say. Yeah. This is serious. Okay. <laughs> Everybody knows that I'm a Giannis fan. <laughs> It's this kid, this Victor kid out of high school that's 7'4". That oh, can Wambaya? Di- Victor yeah. Wambaya. He might, he might be better than Giannis. Is he going to be the greatest player of all time? He might be. <laughs> I just wanted to get that off. Where is he playing? <laughs> and you hear, heard it here first. He's in yeah. France. 
He might listen. I've been hearing a lot about him. Seven four. Oh, I don't. He's legit. Can no. handle the rock and man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you I, 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 <laughs> I know everybody can get crazy nuts over him right now. Yeah. I'm going to bring up one name. Greg Oden. Sam Bowie. Hey, because of the Sam knee. Bowie. No. Knees. Sam Bowie was dope. Feet, ankles, knees. He's when really big. This guy. When right you're now. that he's four. big. I know, but when you're that big. <laughs> yeah. I know. Thomas, he's already had the knee stress, surgery too. By the way, I know he has. Already. I know he so has. So you're saying Giannis might be safe? Is what he's, you said. He's safe for now. How tall is Giannis? Seven foot. Some, I, some, seven I foot thought it was seven now. one. He's seven foot. Okay. All right. I, but I, I would just. That would be my caveat. Yao Ming. Some team will draft him number one. Yao oh, for sure. Career, he, he, did, no, he, he did. But he, he Yao Ming was a hell of a player. He was. He was Fantastic he player. Was, he got I mean, there are a lot of seven-footers that had great careers. He, Patrick he, Ewing had a great no, career. When you're over 7-1 and 7-2, yeah, I start holding my breath. Yeah. Because <laughs> those are the guys that have the ankles, the knees, even the hips. We saw Z. It's tough, man. Z. People are saying, when Z came into the league, they were saying Z was one of a, a generational type big man. Wait, what's wrong with Z? Hold on. No, he was a nice player, serviceable player. Listen. He broke his foot like four times. Him. Z, yeah, Z. He was a nice player. Everybody like you know, to talk Brad about Brad Doherty. Brad Doherty had a hell of a career. Yep. His he career was cut early. short. Yep. Yep. Everybody talk about problems. LeBron didn't have no help in 2007 or whatever it was. Like Z didn't play on the team. Like like Z. Yeah, but he wasn't a, a, an old Okay, so let's, let's, how many does Jordan and Z win together? None. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Zip zero. Come on, let's, 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 let's not make them I think Scotty a better Pippen question here. is where would Z rank in the talent around Jordan? You know, if you put yeah. him on those teams. All oh, right, right. Hey, guys, I mean, he is Scotty Pippen. Come on, Pippen. Uh, keep it real, He bro. won all his championships from Scotty Pippen, one of the greatest players ever. Top 50. And Horace Grant, an awesome big man at the time. A lot of good role players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of good role players. Tyvis, okay. this is a stat from uh, Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer based on your boy Victor. There have only been 26 players in NBA history listed at seven foot three or taller. 26. Only seven have had noteworthy careers, mm. and you could debate how noteworthy some of these are. Yeah, you guys remember Manute Bowl? Yeah, of course. He's, yeah. he's actually not even on that list. It is Yao Ming, okay. Ralph Sampson, uh, Arvidas Sabonis, Big okay. Z, Good player. Okay. Rick Smiths, Mark Good Eaton, player. and Chris Stapps Porzingis. Who was the one before Porzingis? Porzingis, Mark that's Eaton. all. I thought he was uh, Mark, Eaton. Mark Eaton was really good for the Jazz. Yeah, with the, no, he's, wait a he's minute, counted. how tall is Porzingis? Seven three. three. I didn't realize he was. I that thought big. he was just seven feet. No, that's Porzingis is a giant. Rick Smith, when I was a, a teenager, that was a hell of a player for. Oh, he played with with Reggie Miller and Pacers. those guys. I mean, yeah, those are, and Pacers also teams. of that list, only Smith and Eaton did not miss significant. Portions yeah. of their careers, dude. And Ralph right. Sampson was a good player, but you, coming out of college, Jay, I know you know this. <laughs> Jay, like Ralph Sampson coming out of college, you thought he was going to be. Ralph Sampson coming out of college, you thought he was going to be all time great. Ralph Sampson and Elijah Wong. Yeah, he's a good NBA player, yeah, but he's about to take care of his body. Now in Virginia, he was the man. Like Ralph Sampson in college was a he was incredible. Super problem. But in the NBA, he was a good player. I got to look him up. Like an all-time great. No, you know, you got to look him up. Yeah, yeah I, I will say this: when, when people start, when Houston, people, when people start telling me to you about an all-time great, I don't know who this kid is, but you got to think about it. If you're gonna say he's gonna be an all-time great, that means that even if he is better than Kevin Durant, he's still not the best. Think about think about how high of a yeah. bar that is. I know, like labels Kevin, can kill guys. Kevin man. Durant is seven foot, and he he don't miss. He don't want MVPs. He get 30 in his sleep. He one of the greatest scorers of ever to, to lace him up. So for this kid to be the greatest of all time, he got to be a Kevin Durant got to be a more facilitator. This that, that but that that would mean that you this kid you said he's going to be better than Durant and I just don't understand how you can even get that far. 
Like, that's hard. See, Tyvis also said that the Guardian's fix for next year is to sign him. <laughs> so, Tyvis is people, the well, hey, hyperbole. If they, if they got people at the bottom of the, of the batting order hitting zeros in the series, <laughs> what worse am I? Tyvis Leach can still see bases, right? <laughs> what worse am I? I could get one. I get on. Listen, I'm going to lay the bunt, and I'm going to get to first base. Hey, you feel like flat out because I'm fast. <laughs> Tyvis be jumping in front of pitches. Son, you can't do that. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> Dive in front of the plate. Son, no, that's we not got ice. Place. That's fine. As long as I get on base and then all I'm right. going to steal all the way to third. Let's get out of here. Final takes, Bull. All right, guys. In honor of my man Tyvis, I'm going to talk about Giannis today in my final take. Whoa. You know. You put some respect on it now. Often in professional sports, <laughs> we love to. Uh, well, I don't, but we love to highlight the guys that do the wrong thing. Well, Giannis is a guy who always does the right thing. Mm. Not only is he a great player on the court. Preach, preacher. Certainly not better than LeBron or Michael Jordan yet, but he is one of the he said yet. the best player in the NBA right now, probably. <laughs> Giannis always does the right thing off the court as well. Mm-hmm. He Every time he's respectful to fans, mm. he's respectful to the media, even if sometimes some members of the media don't deserve it. He's humorous. He's interactive. He's humble. I mean, when we think of like, like we talk about Nick Chubb all the time and all the things we love about him. And Giannis is that same type of guy. He's all about business, but he's he's so great with people. And I can't even remember if I, I may have told the story on the air or not. But it, and and he recently uh, gave a press conference a couple of weeks ago where he talked about you know they were asking him, why are you so humble and blah blah blah. And he like his teammates love him. Everybody loves him. And I'll tell this story again, even if I may, may have mentioned it before. I have uh, family friends here that are, are Greek, and they were in Greece this summer. They spent six weeks in Greece. And one of the kids was wearing a Giannis All-Star jersey, and they were just, the family was out, and, and the kid, who's, I think he's like 11 years old, gets a tap on the shoulder. And that tap on the shoulder was from Giannis. He's like, you're wearing my jersey. And the kid was like, uh, like he was like, didn't even know what to say to him. Eventually, he calmed down. Giannis brought over his wife, or his, I can't remember if it's his wife or his girlfriend. I don't know. But he's married. He, it's his wife. He's now. married. Okay. He, he introduced his wife. He talked with the kids. He signed, uh, signed the jersey for him. Couldn't have been nicer. And this was not even them going out for him. He went over to the kid. Giannis gets it. While so many people, not just players, so many people in general are all about me. He's about everybody. He's a he's a great example for all young people of every race, every nationality, every everything. He's a great he by all accounts. I mean, I don't know him personally. Appears to be a great guy, and too often we ignore the great guys and and hype up the the guys that make a lot of noise. So kudos to your guy Giannis for not only being great on the court but off the court as well. Real quick, Bull. If you haven't read his autobiography, I will lend it to you. I haven't. Not the book, not autobiography. The book written about him by uh, Mina Fader of The Ringer, I believe. Uh, but phenomenal. Unbelievable. He could not be a better dude. Seriously. His story's incredible. I mean, he grew easy up to root for. Very easy yeah. to root for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyvis is, Tyvis is the, the, the president of the Giannis fan club. Yeah, I got so you there. I'm going to tell, tell him that you said that one for a day you were here. I'm going to tell him that you said that. For me... <laughs> Mine is strictly about the Guardians. I just want to take the time out to say thank you all so much for an amazing season. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, 
Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I know it didn't end the way that we wanted with us winning it, winning the World Series, but that's all right, you know? This season, y'all show grit, determination, and y'all did not quit. It was so many times as a casual fan where I would turn the game on, see the score, turn it off and say they lost. Come to find out, y'all found a way to rally at the end and win. And to me, that shows that Cleveland spirit, that Cleveland attitude, where no matter what the situation is, you fight to the very end. And I think y'all guys did that. So I respect y'all. Y'all make me so proud to wear this Cleveland hat with any outfit that I wear, although it never matches with anything that I'm wearing. (laughs) I'm going to always wear it because it always shows that when you from Cleveland, you got heart, determination, and you fight to the end no matter what. So salute to y'all. They did represent the city well. Yes, yeah, they did. And, and well you know, said. the baseball, like every other sport, the 2019 seasons will end in disappointment in baseball. Yeah. But the Guardians are one of the few teams that when it's all said and done, they could still say, we had a hell of a season. Mm-hmm. Not right. a lot of teams can the say Yankees that. The Yankees lose to the Astros. This season was a colossal fail. Dodgers. <laughs> the colossal Dodgers. Fail. That's colossal fail. Colossal yeah. fail. Yeah. Brave. 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 Mets. And, and uh, we just talked about over $1 billion in salary. Yeah. Between the Dodgers, the Braves, the the Yankees and the Mets over $1 billion. And this team spent around 60 million. I, I would million. say, I would say the only fan bases Jeez. where you can, you can't complain about your season are the guardians, the Phillies, the Padres. And if the Astros win the world series, you're That's right. It. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I was, I, I too was going to focus on the guardians. Uh, much, much of what I had to say was exactly what you just said. Um, I mentioned this earlier in the show, and I'll come back to it because this is the one thing that you didn't talk about. We have taken the Guardians for granted in Cleveland. They consistently make the playoffs. They consistently win. They're always 500. Uh, In most of Tito's seasons, the vast majority of them, they've won 90. And if you win 90, you're in the mix. Tito is a baseball treasure. I know he's taking it on the chin today for his decision not to go with Shane Bieber. It was the wrong decision. You don't need to belabor it. You're not going to make every move perfectly. You're going to make some mistakes along the way. His mistake was he believed in one of his players. He believed that he was going to go out on the mound yesterday and give his team the kind of effort they needed to stay in the game. He was wrong. Let it go. Don't run this guy out of town. Don't, you know... He is a guy who probably is thinking about retirement. He has had some health issues the past couple of years. Uh, If you want to see apathetic fans, wait until this fan base has to deal with a post-Tito Francona Mm. era. It's not going to be pretty. I'm sure they're going to find a good guy. I'm sure they're going to get it done, but he's not going to be Tito. So Tito and to the Guardians players, all of them, 17 of which had never played Major League Baseball until this year, to the best front office in baseball, uh, and in particular to the fans that came to the postseason games. Mm -hmm. I wish we had that kind of support throughout the regular season, but hats off to the Cleveland baseball organization for giving us one hell of a ride, giving us reason to believe and to have hope 
and to even be proud of our city. Um, you guys were incredible, and we'll be back watching you next year, rooting for another great season. Thank you. If they raise the payroll and bring in a couple of players, I think I think the Ted. It's never going to be great attendance in the regular season, but I think it'll no. be up a little bit next year. Their attendance think. jumped big in 17 from yeah, 16. Right. 16 was about where it was this year. We were right. lower this year than they were in 16. Right. You finished about 27th in the league, 28th in the league. We're at the bottom. Yep. 26, it's 2017, they signed some pieces. They had yep. a lot of hope coming back, and their attendance saw a huge jump. We were right. middle of the pack. They can do that, but the, I know the fans want to see more commitment. Right from payroll, and I think they're in a position to do that now. They extend some of these young guys and bring in a few guys. I think you, you create some buzz going they in. They had four home playoff dates. Yeah, that, that I, I, I went to the team shop and bought something every single game that I went. Right. I went mm. to three of the four games. Yeah. Each time I waited a half hour to get in yeah. to the team shop. The cash register never stopped singing. Right. The gates, the turnstiles, the money. They made a lot of money in those four home dates. And I hope they do the smart thing and reinvest it in, in and, more talent. And I'm going to tell you what. I see y'all kept rolling some designs out. I got a, I got my eye on a brand-new Letterman jacket. Man, I did see some it, nice Letterman. Nice. That, now, it's like nice. $250 yeah, for the look, one look, I'm look, talking look, about. Look, it's like they, but they, that said, bad they, boy they, talk. They, I said, oh, I don't mm. know. I thought we was done buying clothes, but we might see. Who knows? Um, but shout-out <laughs> to the Guardians, man. Um, I want to talk about I'm going to pivot. First of all, Shout out to everybody that watched the Guardians post-game shows, man. That was that was a real treat, um, and and I really loved it because you get to expand your horizons, man. There's a lot of times where we might not necessarily take in the most games. Um, you might not necessarily be watching baseball all the time. And even though I played baseball in, in high school, I think right after we threw out the first pitch, you know, I was on the field and I was telling Jay, I said, man, this is they bring back memories. It's just different. Like by playing football, basketball, baseball, there's a different feel you get and when you step in an arena or any of those areas. So, you know, it kind of sparked my, you know, you know, that that passion a little bit. And doing the post game shows, you know, baseball is a sport, you gotta watch the whole game, you know, because there's so many ins and outs, there's so many small little nuances about the game that you might not necessarily get if you're just looking at box scores. So for just watching all of the games in a series, I think it really sparked a passion. Um, and, and it really, you know, invigorated me. And so, you know, next year, there's going to be, you know, a, another, you'll have another person that will be watching Guardians games a lot more often, right? Um, you know, I, I found myself today waking up, looking around like, okay, who the Guardians got? And I'm like, dang, they out of the, they out of the playoffs. So, um, shout out to everybody who supported the post-game shows. That was great because there's a different crowd in there. It was a different Guardians crowd, which is different from the Browns crowd. Um, and then we pivot tonight. The great thing about uh, sports in Cleveland is we get to pivot. Um, and you got another young, exciting team of right. some full, full of guys that's mm-hmm. great to be around and happy dudes and, and really talented guys. And so now we get to watch that journey and, and think about it. We, as Cleveland sports fans, have now got to watch two teams start from the bottom, grow their team through the draft, add, and, and, and break expectations. Because the Guardians this year were the Cavs last year, right? right. We didn't have any expectations right. for the Cavs. Now, hopefully, the goal is the Guardians do like the Cavs and bring in that one extra That's piece right. in order to bring it all together. So we're excited to, to present the post-game show for the, to the Cavs tonight. Young team, we can just pivot and keep going to the next one. I really think it's one of the best times to be alive as a Cleveland sports fan. You know, the Browns suck up a lot of oxygen in the room, but we do have some two young teams 
um, that that are really playing the game right and really enjoyable to watch. Browns could learn a lesson from these two teams. Yeah, the Guardians and Cavs. Like they're, I, we, I was saying this last night, and maybe it's not fair, but the Guardians and Cavs are both seem like very likable, likable. groups of guys. Likable. Whereas so the true. Browns, outside of Nick Chubb, there's not a lot of Jacoby it, Brissett. I'm not. Yeah, I'm just. I, I have to mention Nick Chubb. Amari, Cooper, There's a few yeah. guys fine. There's, <laughs> but, a number, there's a number. Up and of down guys the roster like, of the Cavs and the Guardians, it's like, how do you root against? I got no beef guys. with anybody. Nobody. No. They're all cool yeah, people. it's like, and it seems like they love each other and they have great chemistry. Yeah. And the Browns seem such like a, like just pieces. Right. You know what though? Like just pieces. pieces. Win, win on Sunday. Yeah. And I think it, it's a winnable it game. Sure. I'm not picking them, but it's a winnable game. That's messed up. Coming around, coming around a all I'm saying is, I'm yeah. trying to take a page out of uh, out of Bulls book. Right? If you get the three, it's wait, <laughs> why would I pick them after what I saw last uh, I week? I don't blame you for not picking against listen. them the last because, two weeks, and they lost the last two because weeks. Because the law of physics says that when the ball when the, <laughs> the ball drops, okay, the law of Browns trumps the listen, law of physics. When the ball, no, when the ball when you bounce a ball, yeah, it goes down. It has Guys, to hit the ground at some point. You, you Last week was rock bottom for the Oh, Browns. was it? So now they have no choice <laughs> but to go. Oh, Tyvis. They lose on Sunday, Tyvis. They going up. Show Isn't with, that with cute that. that he thought last week was rock what, bottom? That is cute. Browns. It's real cute. That's cute. It's cute. You what? haven't been in Cleveland very long. Go Cavs, baby. Let's go 1-0. We Maurice Claret on the show tomorrow. A big day coming. And watch the Cavs postgame show tonight. And, and, and subscribe to the, to the YouTube subscribe. page. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube right now, click the subscribe. Click the notifications. We are on a 22-hour break. What's this say? The 2022 script was something special. The youngest team in baseball, a division. Yeah, we forget that. Youngest team. They would have been the youngest team in AAA. Yeah. 92-win season while peppering some great. Boy, that's well-written. Now let's have a good offseason. Yep. Go Congrats Guardians. to the Guardians, baby. Congrats to the Guardians. See you tomorrow. Enjoy the Cavs tonight. Yeah, I'm excited. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.